got some very incredible news here. This is the first time the two of us have ever been in the same place while we're making this podcast. It's amazing. We're recording this off of one microphone, and yeah. it's picking it up perfectly. Wow. And, uh, yeah, we won't have to worry about audio ducking or anything. It's incredible. No, instead we'll just... I'm just going to save the file, and then you'll take it, and then... And we'll just upload it like that. Yeah, just like that. If there's music, we'll have to play it in the background. It'll be awesome. All of our ums and ofs. Uh, this... There yeah, that's, that's staying in there. Look, look at that! Look, look at that audacity <laughs> level fucking spike right there, bro. If we were professionals, we would edit that at least down a little bit. But I'm sure if you're driving in a car, uh, you just really, really heard that. Yeah, that's fine. But it's like mm-hmm. you're, you know, like we're in the back seat and we're bothering you. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. But keep your eyes on the road. Yeah, stop don't look looking at us. us. We're not really back we're there, not really are doing we? Anything. No, don't look. Don't you look. can't. You're driving. <laughs> Are your hands on two and ten? Are you still driving? Hello, do you need us to call the ambulance? Are you okay? This is OnStar. We have detected Okay, we're not actually in the back. Yeah, we're not actually in the back. We can't help you. If you're in an accident, you need to call 911. Thank you. And that's why you wear your seatbelt. Yes. Gosh, no. So, uh, so Brian, tell me a little bit about uh, your adventures so far here in Santa Fe. Uh, well... Uh, I've I've been in Santa Fe for almost a week now, and I'm leaving tomorrow. But this seems appropriate that we record at the end of all of this. Um, I've had quite an interesting experience. There was weather at the beginning, which was fun to kind of view and witness and take in. And then also, it got kind of normal, so we could actually go outside and... <laughs> Uh, I mean, weather-wise, we're yeah, saying, right? And yeah. we'll explore. I'll ex- you know, we'll put that into some numbers for folks. So uh, it did snow here uh, in the last several days, um, and so I-, I shouldn't say that that exactly stranded Brian at his hotel no. because that was kind of part of the plan. Yes. The plan was for Brian to be stranded at his hotel. Essentially, <laughs> yes. that was the Shining whole point. Shining style, really. <laughs> yeah. Um, but what it meant was that casual trips off of your away from the hotel were challenging because there was snow everywhere and quite a bit of it yes and of course as our listeners know you live in florida yes (laughs) where uh and i have for years now and so the last time i had any ice experience uh was too long enough ago to feel like i had enough experience to be confident so yeah so i think within uh uh Pretty much the same evening evening of your arrival, we made sure to visit Santa Fe's yeah. number one uh, singles hotspot to hook you up with uh, the look of the day. <laughs> yes, that's right. I went to REI to get a jacket. <laughs> it's true. I paid what it costs. And in, there... in fact, Catherine's... <laughs> Kathy has an REI membership. Yeah, no. We found that out. Or at least did a long time ago. Uh, I used to very often frequent the REI in Manhattan Beach. Uh, that is true. Uh, that is because it was next to the Fry's Electronics that it was okay. in that area. And I believe the Trader Joe's. I think all three of them were in that little area. So okay. it, it was made for one-stop shopping. So if I was going to go buy, like, you know, fucking DVD box sets at the Fry's Electronics, I could pop in to like the REI to be like, oh, I need like a new windbreaker for when I go running or like whatever. Yeah. I went hiking in California. No, so, it's like, real. I would, you know, I would, I, I would like, you know, uh, 
I would actually go real hiking in California, like oh, not yeah. not just like up Griffith Park. Like, like I would actually like require a backpack. Back on, yeah, yeah, no, like no, no like yeah, like <laughs> yeah, like where if like you're drinking water where, out of the hose. Where if you didn't no, where if you didn't pack enough water, you might be in some serious danger. Yeah. Like you're about yeah. to be airlifted on the news. That's yeah. embarrassing. You know, don't want, you don't want to be that, that person. No. You know, no. like, being one, embarrassed like that. It's one thing if you were caught in a rapid river off guard, but even then, you should have known better. So you don't want to be the guy in the red basket getting pulled up in the helicopter giving a thumbs up you, you don't know and then, and then i could pop into trader joe's for my fucking you know frozen taquitos or whatever and fuck off back home it was like a really nice little john you could get a lot done right away uh well we've both uh been patrons now of, of rei so well like i said i am a member so i think i think i actually went and tried to buy stuff there in the past and realized you need some kind of membership and was like i don't know what this is but it's too much for what i'm into right now and just like walked away so i'm glad that i got to take yeah no i mean so i I get i get a i I get the uh the member credit from your purchase so i get the points yeah i get the three the three dollars my single jacket purchase. (laughs) yeah that's basically what it's going to be i'm going to use it to buy like a nalgene accessory there you go i'm very interested in nalgene and nalgene accessory yes uh we can open up a dealership for you soon oh my gosh yeah we'll put it next to the tesla dealership (laughs) up on you know sovereign land it's the tot that counts <clears throat> a woman Go was on. left feeling salty upon learning her holiday bonus this year was coming in the form of a potato. My I'm work- pro potato. I just want to put that on the record. I would welcome a potato. I just think they're neat. How would you? Okay, and if you weren't Marge Simpson or uh, or Kathy, and you were this woman who says my work is doing a potato bar at our Chris- uh, as our Christmas bonus. Um, I'm literally getting a hospital potato as a bonus, a user with the handle Amanda J. Panda said in a now viral X post. They also said it has a $15 value, so it'll I'm be... Mad, I'm, I'm, I want to put it on the record that I'm mad that you called it an X post, although I appreciate that you're reading oh, it reading, off the paper. Yeah, I, I'm, uh, I want everyone to know the New York Post wants everyone to know that Twitter is gone, I guess. They also said it has a $15 value on it, so it'll be taxed in their next check. So there you go. I just thought that I'd... Uh... You know HBO is now X. <laughs> HBO is now X, too. It's true. It's all it's all one thing, really. Um, one more before I come off the poster. Yes, I just want to know, if you're interested in Maltese puppies, adorable males and females, toy or teacup sizes, shots and papers already done, call 718-306-4136. Nice. There you go. Nice. If you're wondering how uh, entertained I was on the plane, the answer is extremely. (laughs) So much so that I pulled that article for the show. Well, I admit, Brian, I haven't been uh, reading too many articles this week. I've been mostly just in a vegetative state. I've been watching uh, a variety of uh, DVD box sets that Mm -hmm. I purchased many years ago from Fry's Electronics. Mm -hmm. Um and some new ones, of course. Um, I have, of course, been diving into the complete Law & Order series, and let me tell you, I'm having a delight doing that. Um, but I wanted to bring up a true crime thing, yes. uh, because it is in the news a lot. Did you see those documentaries about Gypsy Rose? Blanchard. Yes. Yes, I'm a big fan of Gypsy Rose Blanchard, and I think that she is probably one of America's rising stars. I think that she will be on everything from Dancing with the Stars 
to uh, you know one day celebrity jeopardy and all these things. I th- honestly think that um, uh, she's one of America's success stories, and uh, it's kind of incredible that um, there's now a doc, not only a doc, this documentary about Gypsy Rose Blanchard and her life, you know, with uh, uh, Mommy Dead and Dearest, mm-hmm. but also with the act, which is available mm-hmm. on Hulu. There's another documentary with a very similar story. Well, uh, a, a quite similar story on Netflix called "I Just Killed My Dad." Oof. Wow. And uh, he is also out uh, by the end of the documentary. Mm-hmm. And uh, Gypsy Rose here is has been for years giving statements from inside. Um, but uh, let's let's see here if there's anything. Yeah. So uh, she's getting out of jail tomorrow. Tomorrow, yes. Tomorrow. I've heard that she intends to go see a Taylor Swift concert, uh, or no, excuse me, a, a Travis Kelsey, uh, let's see, what a would they be? A football game? A Chiefs yeah. football game that Taylor Swift will now be at, which is oh, wow. uh, selling because she's always there. It'll be like the 31st, and she's hoping that she can meet Taylor there. And I think they've been making those waves out in the press yeah. for like a week, so she'll probably yeah. get her wish. Um, well, she uh, today People Magazine just published a, an exclusive interview ahead of her release, uh, where of course they're kind of talking a lot about uh, those kinds of things. They mentioned the uh, the documentaries that you mentioned, and mm-hmm. yeah, uh, it is it is. Uh, I, I think what I was struck by was she was uh, she does really say that she wish. Like, she regrets it because she wished it hadn't come to that, essentially. Yes. Um, Because she later kind of recognized there were other options to get out of mm -hmm. that situation without doing what she did. Mm -hmm. Or Nicholas go to John doing what he did, rather. You know, but it's it's also what's wild, right? Which is like, how the fuck was she supposed to know? No, that's the thing is she was in such a situation where she could have never been blamed for it, and she wasn't, ultimately. That's everything, anything you're wondering about why she's out now... If you're wondering, like, any conditions leading up to it were extenuating circumstances mm-hmm. also and combined with the fact of how aware she yeah. was of it being a crime or how, what she needed to escape, all of that is why she's actually out today. Yeah. So if you consume the media surrounding it, I think you'll understand pretty clearly. It's, For you sure. Shouldn't, you shouldn't be upset with her. Being no, out. absolutely no. not. We're no. all very glad she's coming out. Yeah. Very glad she, she gets to enjoy She probably did need a little time, like... Uh, uh, <laughs> to figure things out in real I mean real honestly I feel like that's uh that's what's interesting about like whatever prison she was in wasn't it a, just a hospital or though? wherever she, the fuck she was right like I mean I'm sure whatever hospital it was felt like a prison regardless you know yeah but that like yeah how how do you how do you recover from PTSD except by just getting like treatment and care i guess right because like a ptsd i think is like even though we have capital ptsd like the capital letters she has of ptsd are Mm -hmm. like not like like there's no billboard large enough to like kind of yeah because of all the combination of things that happened to her really Mm -hmm. i mean not the least of which is the part where her mom gets murdered there's all (laughs) the other stuff what her mom did and what her like boyfriend did which obviously wasn't exactly what she wanted either so well, I hope she enjoys the Taylor Swift concert. 100%. I hope so too, and I, I actually feel like she will be like looked upon in America as like uh, being saved, and everyone will be cool with her. It's I, absolutely I, yeah. a redemption story. Yeah, in a way that like John Hinckley isn't, but also is. Yes, yeah, and, and it's true in that she. I feel like she may be one of the first people, kind of in American popular media at this time, 
facing like coming out of a like a serious crime being committed against them and of course it resulted in another crime perhaps but um like being saying uh, the world saying okay we're we're fine we're fine with you everything you did it's you know it all makes sense it all You're it's good. all understandable yeah. well i mean i think that's a also the weird thing about true crime and i'll say even these like you know dramatizations through like law and order and these other like I'll say the ones that actually kind of try to grapple with the uh, 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 the nuance, the uh, the like story behind the like sensationalism, right? Like, because uh, the news doesn't do that. The news just splashes the fucking headlines and tries to get you all agitated about shit. Um, I don't know that. Uh, I don't know that the press was as nice to Gypsy Rose the first time around. Um, no, they were or, not. They were not. <laughs> you know, so they, were, they took it. Took a huge documentary and mm-hmm. a very successful show with an actress who was already famous before yeah. she did it. Um, wild, just wild. Yeah, I'm like, I was always very like attached to the story as soon as I like first took in that documentary, um, which I believe won an Oscar that year for best documentary, hmm. um, or at least was nominated. One of those, at a minimum. Um, but it there's there's something about the way it was portrayed in the dramatization, the act, which is available on Hulu. Um, you can go watch it right now. Which is now Max. Yeah, it's also now Max. Also, everything is still available on um, one of three different other platforms as well. If you can figure out which one. Uh, but no, her story is like yeah, it's a it's a success story. It's a modern success story. Getting out. You you determine. Viewer yeah, you be the judge. No, make sure you go watch that because obviously it's very timely. <laughs> it's extremely timely. <laughs> extremely and, timely. And I'll tell you what. By the time you listen to this, perhaps she's already blown up all of her popular media and TMZ and stuff because she met Taylor Swift. That's right. And now you're listening to us going, "Oh, look at them!" Just uh, <laughs> exactly. paying attention to the news before any of us did. Yeah. Exactly. Here's another thing that we've been paying attention to for a while that. Uh, other people aren't paying as much attention to as they should. Um, and that's that uh, sports betting mm-hmm. is absolutely exploding in a way that basically even the experts who predicted it exploding, it, it's going even crazier than they thought. So um, recently in Florida, just the last uh, couple weeks wow. here, I'll, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll start reading from the post midline here. Another state, Florida, relaunched sports betting after a two-year legal battle ended when the U.S. Supreme Court ruled in October in the casino's favor. And in this case, mm-hmm. it is the Hard Rock Casino, which is the corporate identity of the uh, Florida Seminole Indian Casino. Mm-hmm. And uh, good for them. The thing is that uh, ultimately... Uh, Sports gambling is, as a uh, form of entertainment, is, you know, (laughs) what's the best way to say this? It's expanding at a rate that regulators or anyone trying to help someone who might become addicted in the future will never be able to keep up with. Wow. I would say that the venues that, Hmm. the number of new venues it's popping up in, and just um, from on social media to on uh, even like the NFL and NBA networks, the um, MLB networks, they all have like betting shows mm-hmm. on their own channels now. And of course, they've been okay with betting since they started accepting you know royalties from the companies to mm-hmm. allow the gambling on their services. But um, it is 
at a point where I'm, I don't think it'll be too long before I have to imagine. Like, what is DraftKings must already have like some NBA arena or something like that? They must. I think I'm a that look. were anyone to want to slow down the process, you couldn't. It's just going to happen. And so, um, I think we're if you're at all trying to temper down what could be a danger. I don't think it's even possible. So I guess that's basically my argument, is that I don't even really necessarily... The only thing to point out here is that uh, legalized sports Mm -hmm. betting is going to expand at such a rapid rate that not only only become the number one entertainment, it will overtake everything. Movies, film, video games at some point it will. Um, And it's just worth noting that if there is one thing that is our number one thing in America that we enjoy and we're, you know, what, 20 years from teaching, like, sports betting in school, basically. Mm -hmm. I sincerely believe that. Um, Well, I mean, I also want to say, like, part of these... It's just worth paying attention to. Well, part of these, like, gateway drugs, if I can put it that way, Video games right now are huge. Well, Magic the Gathering, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh cards, like... Their data and their learnings, their knowledge that they use for marketing with... um, that Hasbro does with Magic the Gathering cards, Mm -hmm. specifically, are... It's, like, so weaponizable for other industries. Like, all the things that they've learned... A lot of the things that Hasbro has used recently with Magic Cards has been adopted from video game companies mm-hmm. and gambling companies, and those are kind of obvious things that, you know, I'm sure as some executive picks up a book, they get an idea mm-hmm. and they do something. But um, lately, they've been adopting, like, all of them at record speed, and it mm-hmm. is so predatory. But mm-hmm. but it would be predatory if we were looking at this being a purely for kids thing, mm-hmm. which it's not. As much as there are adults out there sports betting and gambling, and, you know, kids will get into it at some point, whatever, but... There's there's adults out there that we can be predatory towards in the you know cons- we're not like these are ga- magic cards mm-hmm. these are uh, you know the the fancy Funko Pops let's say these products that adults consume and that's that basically cost what money it is, right? it's really what it is it's Funko Pops in like little paper card form yeah. it's worth as much or more um, but that those buying practices seeping into literally everything now where every video game has like. 13 different add-ons before it's complete and they repackage it back into one thing that costs $60 again. Like, or even just, I mean, I'm a, I'm a full-blooded, you know, Fortnite addict, which I love playing the game all the time, so, you know, it doesn't even seem that crazy to me. And I played as, I play it enough hours as I would like any mm-hmm. other game that would cost that much money. That's why it all makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. But that's also me uh, bar- bargaining with myself about why I should not give up my Fortnite addiction, or rather, mm-hmm. anyone else playing a single-player <laughs> video game, right? It's for me. I just happen to play Fortnite, so that's how it comes out for me. But there are plenty of single-player games that have just as many money, like pulling things for the mm-hmm. consumer, mm-hmm. and that stuff goes completely overlooked. It's mm-hmm. easy to look at GTA where you're buying money for money, and that's like a thing. Yeah. But also, and it's easy to look at Fortnite where you're getting like V bucks in exchange for things. But there are plenty of things in games where it's like you need these. You know, fourteen nine ninety nine packs to essentially play uh-huh. a free game, and that's well, like, a concept that's overlooked everywhere. Well, like uh, Candy Crush, right? Is another, yes. and a lot of those like, uh, like mobile online games more. where it was, or or like uh, that paying a dollar ninety nine meant that you got like five cheat codes or yeah. something that did a thing. And or all cool of move. those are outlined in that book mm-hmm. that was written that I was reading. Mm-hmm. Like it was written like almost twenty years ago. Mm-hmm. And so, like... Well, do you remember... I, I, I think we've mentioned, but maybe this this feels like a long time ago if we've talked about it at all, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Kim Kardashian mobile game. Yes, we have talked about it a little bit, but because it's basically that was also basically another way to pull shit out because you could like buy outfits and shit, right? Yeah, like, it's a, it was a cash shop, what it was, right? and it still exists and it still makes tons of money. And that in fact, insane. her number two um, income stream, mm-hmm. I believe, is from that uh, in-app purchases from that game. Mm-hmm. So, and the, I would say this: the film crew making the show at that time did capture all her interactions and her sister's interactions there was in fact a big plot point in the show about whether or not she should do the game and whether or not her sister should get a share of the money if they were making an appearance in the show and she made the argument that she's nothing without her family and that they will get a little piece uh, but that you know it is like Kim Kardashian it is not like her family's thing. It was a very fascinating moment in the show, but it showed you what she looked, what she was looking at, but she knew that this would make a zillion dollars. Yeah, yeah. And her sisters did not. No. And they she... thought, they, in fact, repeatedly they said, no, I want nothing to do with it, over and over again, even if they were going to get a share, because they thought it was lame. <laughs> Ahead of the curve. <laughs> yeah. So I have, a, I, have a, I have a little anecdote that also relates to gambling, and this was... Uh, so one of the things that I've mentioned is that once upon a time I used to teach a video game class and that I, I would teach little kids how to code in Minecraft. Mm-hmm. Okay, So even before I did that Minecraft coding class, I would teach it in my public school as a math teacher as one of my electives for our classes. So I had a whole semester, uh, actually a whole year, to run this class. Um, I usually ran it by semester chunks. And in the first semester, we spent the first like week and a half not doing any design or coding at all instead we talked about principles of design and like history of gaming and like kinds of types of games and uh more than anything really set them up uh for realistic expectations because some of them were like oh are we gonna like program call of duty i'm like nope yeah that is not what we will be doing like you do not have the computer science degree necessary yeah. or the five six years of coding experience required yeah. to do it for the two years it may take and then to whatever to actually enough. accomplish the task yeah. uh, with a team of 500 other people yeah all being funded by activision and, and or 200 yeah, million dollars yeah right yeah. i'm like no so you will not be doing that like what you will be doing is uh, like Pac-Man, like we could do like uh, Pac-Man like maze games, and mm-hmm. we could do uh, uh, Super Mario Brothers like side scroller. Metro- think Metroid levels, right? So like of the original kind of side scrolling, and you're kind of going through the level, and it's you know you're you're in the middle of the screen or whatever, and the thing goes by, right? So things like that. So very basic kind of programming, uh, age-appropriate for their skill level. This is, again, a very challenging thing. And one of the things that we would do, again, is the history of video games. And so we would talk, actually, about how even before video games, there were mechanical games, right? So, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, you drop in a quarter and you get, you know, like five little pellets and you try to knock over some bottles and, yay, you're a winner and you get, you know... I don't know what the, whatever you get back an onion. I don't know what the fuck you win. <laughs> you get to live another day. <laughs> yeah, right. Like you, you don't you get to stay in the carnival for one more day. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to like be sent to work in the mines or something. Okay, so 
So yeah, so we would talk about that, and then of course the evolution through like um, Pong, and then you know through because for some of these kids, because they were like young kids, they were like teens, they they didn't know what Frogger was, right? We're old, so we know what that shit yeah. is. Um, so we got to talk about all kinds of fun stuff, like burying yeah. ET in the desert cool, and shit. A, yeah, yeah, that's like, a cool idea because for us, it's like even we might partially know it. Or we heard about it, but for them, this is going to be completely fresh, and they're going to be like, what? What? Well, and this was also, well, I think I was telling you earlier this week when we weren't recording that uh, it was also a fun opportunity for, like, uh, the girls and the boys to have their minds blown because it's such a male-dominant field. And yeah. so they're like, how does how does my lady teacher know all this shit? I'm like, I'm about to fucking kick your ass at this game if you don't <laughs> shut the fuck up and sit down, take notes, what are you go work on your project, why are you talking to me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, am I being too mean? I guess you're not cut out to cut it at AAA, kid. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. You couldn't you, work you for Call of Duty? Yeah, no, you better fucking start working on that indie game, kid. But, you know, that's, that's you got your own challenges ahead of you because that shit's freelance. <laughs> you're your own boss. That means you're your own funder. Yeah, right? good luck at uh, <laughs> good working, luck. <laughs> working on your project for 10 years yeah, before right. you get to be uh, God bless it. you. I'm, I mean, I'm rooting for you, <laughs> yeah, kid. But, Don't get but me wrong. Luck. But anyway, so... <laughs> Um, no, that sounds like a really fun experience that you had. Yeah. On top of just, you know, obviously getting paid for something that's kind of cool. So, pinball is, rela- is, is of course, part of the history of video games. Oh, uh, yeah, and certainly. Is one of the games I really do enjoy playing because, uh, you know, you, you just, you, you, it's, it's essentially a button masher. Essentially, you just have two buttons. <laughs> and your the flappers can only do so much, and then the ball does whatever. Right? And then so, there's so much chance involved as yeah. well. And I mean, I'm sure exciting. there's skill, apparently, allegedly. Allegedly, and, you know, I believe I, it. a lot of those people are really like making sure the the like tilt detector is not like <laughs> operating at all as they slam the thing back and forth to move the ball down table. But yes. So, <laughs> I had to tell students that once upon a time, you know, because they were like, I was like, yeah, I'm like, you know. I'll bet I'll bet you're probably surrounded by a lot of adults in your lives who are like, you guys shouldn't be playing that game. Mm. It's it's too gory yes. or it's too glamorizing violence or whatever, right? Adults are very mad. I'm like, and I'll bet you guys, I'm like, could you imagine that any of these games here in the past might have elicited a very similar response? And the kids were like, no way. I mean, like, what? Like, they're going to be mad at, like, pawn. And I yeah. was like, well, kids, let me tell you a story. So, um, I, I didn't know these details back then. I knew, I did know that, uh, there had been efforts by a variety of local governments to ban pinball. That was about as far yes. as I knew. Yes. Um, I think that something like that around that happened in Japan too, at some point. Yeah. So, uh, of course, Wikipedia didn't exist back then. Um, uh, uh, but, uh. Because we well, it did exist back then, but not in the way we know it now. Uh, um, the uh, but I want to read this little bit to you from uh, from Wikipedia about pinball. Pinball was banned beginning in the early 1940s until 1976 in New York City.
issues, but we have returned. Yes. And we'll we'll splice it together, and you won't be able It'll to tell. Makes sense. Okay, so we were talking about pinball mm-hmm. and how uh, the kids couldn't believe that it could have possibly have been offensive to anybody at any point in time for any reason. Right. So here is here's what it says on the Wikipedia. Pinball was banned beginning in the early 1940s until 1976 in New York City. New York Mayor Fiorello LaGuardia was responsible for the ban, believing that it robbed school children of their hard-earned nickels and dimes. Yes, this. Uh-huh. You heard me. <laughs> They're getting nickel and dimed by the pinball machine. <laughs> See, yeah. now this all makes sense about why the Who thought it was so edgy to be a pinball wizard. It must have been like, holy shit, man, that dude is really fucking spending his harder. Like, what is it? Is there? No, I'm really thinking now, like, we call, like, the uh, the one-armed bandit is what we call, like, the slot machine. Yeah. But really, is, are we, like, jerking off the they pinball machine? They call him Flipper? No, because it's got the oh, two, so it's like, it's a... Well, we have the pulling We'll call pulling him Flipper. They call him Flipper, you yes, know? Yes, Flippers. It is Flippers. <laughs> LaGuardia was so upset by this, Brian, mm-hmm. that LaGuardia spearheaded major raids throughout the city, collecting thousands of machines. The mayor participated with police in destroying machines with sledgehammers before dumping the remnants into the city. So we were rivers. doing like Prohibition era, like those like old film clips of barrels <laughs> being destroyed except yeah. with pinball machines. Pinball, I'm also picturing like the fucking uh, Boston Tea Party, but like. These cops are really upset. Like the opposite of demanding they pinball. They have like flaming pinballs in their eyes. They're just out for pinball blood. The ban ended when Roger Sharp, a star wit- witness for the AMOA, or the Amusement and Music Operators Association, testified in April 1976 before a committee in a Manhattan courtroom that pinball games had become games of skill and were not games of chance, which are most closely associated with gambling. Mm. He began to play one of two games set up in the courtroom and, in a move he compares to Babe Ruth's home run in the 1932 World Series, called out precisely what he was going to shoot for and then proceeded to do so. Astonished committee members reportedly voted to remove the ban, which was followed in other cities. Sharp reportedly acknowledges in a self-deprecating manner that his courtroom shot was by sheer luck, although there was admittedly skill involved in what he did. I am sure, personally, Brian, that Roger Sharp edited this (laughs) paragraph of the Wikipedia page. Yeah, right. It doesn't say that, but if we go into the edit history, we might find who made edits to the last thing he ever did. (laughs) Let's see, maybe he still lives. Is. is Roger Sharp is, is. okay. <laughs> Click. Yeah. Like New York, Los Angeles banned pinball machines in 1939. The ban was overturned by the Supreme Court of California in 1974 because one, if pinball machines were games of chance, the ordinance was preempted by state law governing games of chance in general. And two, if they were games of skill, the ordinance was unconstitutional as a denial of the equal protection of the laws. Although it was rarely enforced. I don't understand what the fuck all that means. I guess uh, there was a... I think... I guess the Supreme Court of California 
already had laws about games of chance, and L.A. wasn't allowed to do whatever the fuck it was trying to do. Is well, like, what yeah, I'm seeing. Okay. Although it was rarely enforced, Chicago's ban on pinball lasted three decades and ended in 1976. Wow. Philadelphia and Salt Lake City also had similar bans. You know, I would have expected it out of Salt Lake City, to be quite honest. Regardless of these events, some towns in America still have such bans on their books. The town of Kokomo, Indiana, lifted its ordinance banning pinball in December 2016. Oh, my God. And you know that was, like, heavily enforced up to the 90s or something. That's So, like, um, what, I w- what I would wonder here is, at the time when people were making pinball machines illegal... What was their argument that was so convincing that it took it away? Because uh, was it that it was attached to organized crime in some way a long time ago? And some were they because of coins or money laundering or something like that? You know, somebody has to know. Yeah. There has to be a web that, you know what, somebody wrote a book about it. We'll get on that. Activision Blizzard blog. Was pinball really illegal? Uh, Aaron Morales was definitely not my student, because you know what? If he had been, he would have known the answer to that question would not be writing a fucking blog post being like, what, really? You know what, though? (gasps) You know what that means, though? (laughs) That Aaron Morales probably met one of my students, and one of my students was probably like, hey, did you know that at one point pinball was illegal? (laughs) And then Aaron Morales is like, no, get the fuck out of here. Shut up. No way. Find it. And then guess what? My student got to be like, what the fuck, Aaron Morales, you fucking Activision Blizzard blog wizard. Incredible. Oh, look, it looks like he totally copied the Wikipedia page. Which, <laughs> look, I I do the same thing, but I at least just say, hey, look, I'm reading Wikipedia instead <laughs> yeah. of going, hey, check out this cool blog I just wrote. And when we read Wikipedia on the show, excuse me, when we redo that, we're just saving <laughs> you time, really. So Yeah, because you're going to look it up, too. And in fact, I'll bet dollars to donuts that half of you go to the wiki page anyway and read it with us. I guarantee it. Or go, or you then go to the page later, and then you're like, oh, let me see what other pages this leads to. See, because yeah. that's what I just did with Roger Sharp. That is because Roger Sharp is an author, editor, professional pinball player, game designer, and activist. He was born in the late 40s, although we get no real actual date, uh, which tells me that, again, he wrote this <laughs> page. <laughs> That's, like, against the code, but I'm glad that he's yeah, he, at least getting the he information He found a way. He doesn't have to, because if nobody knows and he's the only yeah. one, then... <laughs> he's going in from an anonymous IP. Mm-hmm. Everyone has to know. Okay, no, now I'm going into the history. It's one editor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. So we have, uh, I guess, like, let me see. It's, is this, when did it start? It's existed since 2021. I guess so. Okay, so I guess it's existed since October 7th, 2021, which I'm going to guess October 7th is his birthday. <laughs> he was like, nobody knows about me on my birthday. Uh, username Green Means Go. Mm-hmm. Uh, writes the bulk of it one two three four five six uh seven eight nine ten uh eleven twelve thirteen fourteen fifteen and he's listed 16. as a it is one person 
And then someone else finally showed up and was like, hey, man, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, so. You're writing a biography here. So, from October 7th, 2021 until uh, October 20th. Uh, I'm sorry, for three days, the 7th, the 8th, and the 10th, Green Means Go made a bunch of edits, and then finally, uh, Fionor Star 7 wiki user shows up, makes an edit. Probably grammar. Uh, <laughs> yeah, look at this. One more person, citation bot, oh, shows so, up. Oh, well, we got some Vulcan bots. Sphere, yeah, the citation bot, and then a new person shows up 19th, March 19th. 2023 and also continues to make now one two three four five six seven eight nine nine edits i think yeah, someone else i think someone might have come back and started re-editing the <laughs> they, page made, they made a new account yeah. and then it becomes some new person yeah see this is, look and then ip 72 162 yeah. 195 yeah, he's really going back they caught him and he's like i need to make one more edit here this isn't right this i can't live with this this can't this be is totally way. him okay look, hold on okay so this is the <laughs> magic of wikipedia did you know that you can look up the user <laughs> you can see what else they do so <gasps> see so the the second time somebody shows up uh, they they have a full on bio of who they are. They, so this person, I will not be reading their no. name out loud, but they they I, they do put their own full name here and they oh, give wow. their. And he's been online mm-hmm. since online has been online. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He he describes himself as a, a, a sys op, systems operator mm-hmm. of BBS once upon a time. Um, but yeah, so so th- this does not, to me, indicate a pinball. I mean, plus his name isn't the same. But when I go over to the first user, uh, they do not have any uh, a bio. Yeah, it's just a default page. Uh huh. And that tells me if you're so you're creating an article out of nowhere, you're probably related to the article. And if you're making an article about a person, Stuff. you might be the person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't... Let me see. If you would like to leave me a message, do so on my talk page. Going there. Immediately. Are you the man who restored pinball machines (laughs) to the the world? (laughs) When's your birthday? (laughs) Are you you actually still alive? (laughs) When is your birthday, man? (laughs) Why can't we know? (laughs) So, Kathy. (laughs) Why does he have this picture of a (laughs) whale? Wham! It says, smash. You've been squished by a whale. Don't take this too seriously. Someone just wants to let you know you did something really silly for deleting the comments main page. December 15th, 2023. This just happened. It was like four seconds, okay? It was unintentional. I'm trying to figure it out. This is crazy. Is this, like, inside the article, this man? Yeah, everyone has, like, a... So if you're a user, you have your own talk page. Wow, he's got... This is an active... Wow. Okay. (laughs) I feel like we just tapped into some world we weren't supposed to see. Oh, look, I can edit his page. (laughs) What's that little... What's up with your whale? Uh, Visual What's up with your whale? So, Kathy, have you heard about all this hacking that's going on lately? A couple different situations. I've heard there's a like like a cough going around. Is yeah. that what you mean? There's a 
Well, I'll start with one. There's a, a very incredible, it sounds almost fictional, Mr. Robot-style story here. I don't even think I really need to. So, Rockstar was just hacked um, oh. a while ago. Nice. And it's, <laughs> it's very interesting because they were able to retrieve uh, all of the source code for GTA V, um, GTA VI, and uh, Bully 2, which is my favorite Rockstar game was Bully, because it was like no one had ever really made a game about just being a high schooler and like going to school and doing classes and getting beat up and stuff. <laughs> but it was pretty fascinating. It had a really great story and a really great soundtrack. Um, but uh, the existence of it has always been just a rumor, and now it all is known. I guess they were building it on this same engine or something, and they were able to get like an entire database out okay. by supposedly doing the old two-factor authentication uh like calling you on the phone being like hey man i'm from it can you give me your two-factor authentication code and uh they were able to pull yeah now they have this imagine what the source code for grand theft auto 5 is worth and like that's that's just out there now um but apart from that before this happened about last year <laughs> brian i'm so sorry yes but so I decided to, the guy who wrote the biography of this. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, no. <laughs> I went in. Okay, so you can go. Again, as I mentioned, every user, when you make a profile on Wikipedia, every contribution you have ever made is part of your profile. You can see it, so... I went to the very first thing that he may have edited. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> In April of 2015, the guy who edited the, the the hero of Pinball's page, he started... I'm gonna say he. Because yeah. they. Well, I have can, no idea. Perhaps. Uh, perhaps. And you'll know why we're saying it after the next words we say. Because over a period of, let me see, so from 10 in, to about 11 in the morning <laughs> on April 6th. <laughs> yeah, so these are these are the oldest, so that's the oldest, so... Many hours, let's see. Oh. Okay. Oh, no, wow, this is, yeah, this isn't backwards. Yeah. These are days. So it looks like the first time that they came in here was on April 1st to uh, where they encountered the talk page Gender Roles in Non-Heterosexual Communities. And then on April 3rd, uh, April 3rd, yeah, went again into Gender Roles in Non-Heterosexual Communities again. And then on April 4th, started editing the article for weasel words so at about one o'clock on april 4th and then through <laughs> april 6th this is now two whole days at 11 in and, the and morning let me promise you, literally you can see like by the time stamps, they've been just posting straight like 48 the hours the, yeah. yeah the whole okay so then that's the first thing that they were ever into, it seems like. Yes. This is their oldest. The, the article, like. for everyone, the article, gender role. Mm -hmm. <laughs> then, it appears that, uh... 
Yeah, no, so then we go... I guess this is in reverse chrono. I don't understand this. Uh, I thought I would have expected the year. They're the really days into before. the Ottoman Empire. Yeah, they they the Ottoman entry into World War One. They really get involved in military history for a little while and historical flanking examples maneuvers. of flanking maneuvers. <laughs> this is a totally normal person. <laughs> oh, they edited the article for Psychobabble <laughs> and for the Latin King's Gang. Wow, there. This, this is like either. Like a philosopher king or like a renaissance man. I don't know what you... Or no, that's just a Wikipedia editor. Excuse me. But is it the person who brought Pinball back? Uh, they definitely spent some time editing sexism. Wow. This is... This, so, friends, I really encourage you to go out there and adopt a Wikipedia. <laughs> they... They need help. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, read this now. Okay. Another person who's much like similar to this kind of individual, I'm going to guess. 18-year-old GTA 6 hacker sentenced to life in hospital prison. And so I'm going to say, first of all, one, it's an indefinite, uh, before we get too excited, it's an indefinite stay. It just means every six months they're going to ask him, hey, are you going to like continue hacking? And if he says no, they'll let him out. And I, the reason is specifically because I know that's his answer. He keeps saying yes, and that's why they keep holding him. So um, the other thing is that I will continue to read his Mr. Robot style, like, movie, like, hackers, hackers, kind of, like, <laughs> listen to what he did. He was already in, I'll skip ahead a little bit. Uh, police had caught on to him. He was already in police custody for uh, hacking a couple hard locations. I think it was NVIDIA. Uh, <laughs> Uber. Uh, he's only 18, remember. And he... Uh, this is in Britain. Oh, I heard about this and he kid. Got, Go he got, on. He got captured. And while he was in police custody, like, uh, you know, staying, because they were kind of debriefing him about all the stuff that he did. You know, their specialists, their IT guys were like, so what did you do? And he was kind of, like, cooperating and everything. But while he was doing this, he used his phone to connect to an Amazon Fire TV stick that was plugged into the hotel TV that had been, like, recoded for, like, hotel TV service. And he was able to override the firmware on there and use it as a computer to then do, like, load a Linux distro on and, like, do regular computer stuff on a TV in his hotel room. And meanwhile, he goes on to call someone or somehow get a two-factor authentication from someone at Rockstar. This is a separate hack than the one I was mm -hmm. talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. He got that code and was able to go on and using that stick in his cell phone, which is what he used to override the software on the stick, and just uh, a USB cable, and they said he didn't even have a laptop. Uh, using that, he was able to download like terabytes of data from their server of like videos. Jesus. And he posted like 90 video clips that basically showed like all the inner workings of the game and stuff. And it would only be, it would only serve to just show off that he's like a cool hacker guy. Yeah. Like it's all he cared about. And so he was able to do all of this while just sitting in a hotel room, like killing time. And they asked him, you know, after this, that incident then came to court and he was being sentenced for that. And he was sentenced to, you know, his indefinite stay or whatever. They asked him even right there, are you going to you, you gonna go ahead and do this again? And the guy's like, hack the plant. Yes, let's do this. Hell yeah. I'm going to hack again. I'm going to do it yeah. again. And so my guess is... When hacking is outlawed. The FBI will go pick up this child and place him behind a cubicle. 
and uh, give him a job. God, well, I don't see why they wouldn't. Yeah, he he's got to literally be a genius. Like, <laughs> you can't do that stuff in real life. It's full stop. Yeah, you can't do that stuff in real life unless your brain is like, that's no, all like, you want to do. No, yeah. So, I don't think that I could do any of that. Like, I can barely. I bet you I couldn't even load the Linux distro on the. I, on the Fire stick. <laughs> I don't think if that. I even I you told me to do it and I tried to do it. And I, I struggle I with I struggle with the remote on the smart TV. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like my days of like being able to figure out and think in that language in the first place is yeah. like gone. I yeah, feel like I, I it's it, like a language I don't yeah, speak anymore. Like I now. didn't flex that muscle so like like they could put literally all of the ingredients and I'd be like, I don't know. Yeah. But this kid's 18 and doing it for basically fun while he's bored in, you know, police custody. And now, yeah, I, I think he'll I'm be glad okay. he's doing that with that because, like, that was, I think, my biggest fear when I was teaching. Again, it was like, it feels like a long time ago, but that was also when the transition away from, like, desktops and, like, laptops that you could, act- and actually anything that you could actually work on yourself was starting to move away, right? We were starting to move towards, like, the iPad which was like a, it was just a thing you couldn't do anything you couldn't like access the thing you couldn't yeah, go you into the root menu or right. the whatever there's no like yeah there's no like administrator access mm-hmm. there's no terminal yeah um good for him well there's another one that kids are all right kids yeah are all good right. for our kid which he'll go unnamed he does have a name but can you play the microsoft windows pinball from 500,000 years ago. Can you play that anywhere? Can you play it online? I think you can probably play it with, like, in a browser window. I bet. So I bet you someone's reverse engineered it. Okay, I'm so looking for it. Thank there you. There was another hack that happened recently, I think, that leads back into, like, the gambling element of uh, video games. And kind of, like, the perhaps theoretical maximum of what uh, a game can be. Um, Insomniac, which is the company that makes uh, the... Um, uh, Spider-Man games, uh, the very successful Spider-Man games. In fact, you know, with PlayStation being the mm-hmm. largest selling platform, that is, you know, objectively their premier flagship game they're trying to show off. Now, in reality, the most selling games are both two. Well, there's a third, I guess. There's Madden, there's Call of Duty, mm-hmm. and there's um, uh, actually, well, it's not FIFA anymore. It's FC 24 or whatever. Football Club 24. But it's the soccer game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, they make videos, or they make money off of cards and stuff. But with Insomniac um, being a slice of Sony, they're a second party developer. So if you're hacking Insomniac, you're actually hacking Sony Game Development Studios. Got you. And getting all their internal documents. So you're not just getting, you know, you're getting all mm-hmm. everything the executives mm-hmm. have, which is shared between all those teams. So, what came out of here wasn't spoilers. So, what did come out of here? Spoilers about the games they're working on. Who cares about that? What really came out of it was their spreadsheets and their slideshows. And about the expectations they have for games in the future. And how much money they're going to spend on them. And everything. Budgets. The theoretical maximum audience of video games going over time. I see. All kinds of things just went from, like, all the things I've been, like, wanting to know. Those are trade secrets, All those trade secrets are now public. It's like the, if a casino, if you could see the slideshow from inside the casino world, that would like blow your mind. That just mm-hmm. happened for video games. Wow. And 
It wow, that's really cool. Even better. It exposes, yeah, it exposes like all the dark elements, basically, of like the predatory kind of the thought process they ha- they have behind like maximize maximizing the amount of money they can get out mm-hmm. of certain styles of games. They know now that they can only mm-hmm. spend three hundred and fifty million dollars in a mm-hmm. game maximum. Mm-hmm. It's all spelled out in there very mm-hmm. specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's fascinating because it's basically saying that they know that there's a cap on their audience because they know who exactly is going to buy their stuff. Um, but, and... Well, of course there's a cap on their audience. Like, I, I don't understand why there is this, like... Well, I, I've never been... I've never understood this obsession for growth because, like, I, I don't understand... Like, I don't... I, I, don't I, just, I guess I just don't understand it. It feels well, like... Wall Street. Yeah, Well, sure, but, like... Growth. But that's the only reason. It's, well, but I don't think it sense. really does. I, I don't think it demands infinite growth. I don't. I, I think investors watching Mad Money demand infinite growth. We we're doing it to ourselves. It's a, again another one of these tricks we're playing on ourselves. Mm-hmm. Who, who's demanding it? The idea that you can put money into the stocks and they go up. I mean, but it's it's like no, just, I mean, you know. But I mean, the, like so, I, I don't know that I necessarily see it like that with like a business, for example. Again, like. I, Widgets it doesn't really matter. Donuts. I yeah, sell donuts. It doesn't donuts. even matter what they make, right? It, it does. It doesn't matter what they make. Let's pretend we make donuts for a second, right? Why do I have to grow? Why can't I just have my donut shop that I can afford to have a donut shop that pays my other bills and and you don't have to make the donuts addictive to continue to. Oh, I mean, because I, I mean, right? It's like, I mean, sure, there might be more people out there, and sure, they may want to buy donuts, but like. Why Why do I, why does my donut shop need to be the one that grows, right? Especially if, like, for whatever reason, I have found my donut shop in life to be in equilibrium. Yeah, you've already reached what you feel is your maximum audience. Right, because isn't, I don't know, I guess I'll say it like this, like, uh, uh, recently, uh, did you see the movie Napoleon with the Joaquin Phoenix? I'm excited Phoenix? to see it soon. Okay, so, having seen it, no spoilers... And does Napoleon die at the end? <laughs> he goes, he, he goes to Waterloo. He goes to Waterloo, and then he meets up with uh, Rufus and Bill and Ted. Okay, so. sweet. And then when he just disappears. Um, but we were we were with some folks, and uh, one of the folks in this group of people we were in, we were watching this movie with. Uh, one of them was like, you know, I I found like the movie to kind of like not really give me a feeling that I understand him any better and it just okay I didn't really know anything about him as like a historical figure beyond the name and you know he wears a funny hat and or there's a Napoleon complex I don't really understand yeah they were basically saying I'm coming to it from a place of like I don't really know anything about this guy right so they walk away saying I don't think I understood the man and his motivation or his character any better and they turn to me and they go what do you think like was he like a good man was he a bad man and I was like well he couldn't have been a good man yeah. I'm like, because uh, if he had been a good man, he would have been a baker. He, he would have, like, just been like, mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm just going to go, like, shoe a horse. Yeah. Like, you know, like, just, just, it's okay, that's my job, right? You didn't have to be responsible for the largest expansion of empire in, like, modern right. history. Why do I have to seek out the largesse, right? Like, why couldn't he just stay at home with his stupid-ass wife, or, like, right? Like, Isn't that, like, a big part of his story? It is part of the story, right? Like, that was kind of the whole thing, right? And it's, like, the thing, right? Why overwork yourself as the donut magnet when you could literally just... 
have a donut shop and then go home and kick your feet up, read a book, and so, just send your kids through school or like whatever minimum it is that you're going for, right? I feel like that's the concept of growth, right? You grow as much as you need. So and then that you're stage like, ended in the 90s when all those smaller developers were selling out to like electronic arts or whatever like yeah um, and then so now we're at the point where they became like you know but each look, one's like netflix right but that's what i mean right that's why we're laughing at the very idea that anybody can hack it as an independent anything yeah it's because even all of the independent like the kind of indie upstart places that might have given those people a chance they're all gone it was so myopic and, and microsoft and sony literally bought those all up and then combined those into like studios that basically support their big games yeah and there's and now they're not doing any of that shit right now they just have those people got their coding experience in public yeah. and then they got promoted to working on spider-man and now we're all you know and now none of us have any fun games right Right, because it has to just be the same fucking marvel movie and those people are now working on Mm -hmm. call of duty guns or you know maps but we did it to ourselves again this is again one of those things where it was like i think they're but again I, i don't know why people aren't like just well we don't have to do that though there's still this like kind of obsession with i have to work at these places or i have to like yeah go, get into that growth mindset in that sense right and i don't mean growth mindset like oh i can be like a better person i mean growth like in the capitalism growth like i'm growing overtake and yeah. eat and like it's like no just fucking yeah. make some bread right like why not just make the donuts you need right like one or two right after that like how many is it gonna be like before you're like not actually making donuts anymore that's right? the thing that i think is actually coming to video games in a, in a soon i think we're gonna eclipse because we're hitting some number maximums they're already in the background thinking but what's next so if this is if what video mm-hmm. games are now isn't working what is the next step for these companies that do exist to make if it's not a game or if it's not exactly a game how is it different what is this new product and i think it will probably be virtual worlds as you know things move forward it but but i still don't i mean this is end game i for, still for don't i still do, yeah i still I think don't we're at a crisis i don't i don't see virtual worlds happening no, not, not only because not meta happened like, but sims didn't happen i mean sims is a fun game we all love sims we all love civilization we all love roller coaster tycoon right but like we also all have actual lives to live right so there's right. only so far that goes right and then even with I don't know, like like these alternative worlds. I don't feel like any of them ever took off. Not even Meta, but what was the other one from like Second Life? Second Life but right? it never went to a mass audience. No. Well, because it couldn't. It, it starts to feel a little too weird. I think for most yes. people, right? Like it's one thing to see because that's like even breaks something like whatever you're getting out of a video game. Like doing that is mm-hmm. almost too far for most people, where it completely breaks everything, and then you're like, oh, why would you do something else? Well. And here's the other one, is there is still an actual social aspect of gaming, right, that the VR virtual world isn't going to give you, in the sense that, like, God, even when you play Grand Theft Auto, you have your fucking headset on, and the fucking controller is beaming you the voices of the other morons that are playing along with you, right? Which Um, they just turned off by default, finally, but yes. You know, but there it is, right? Like, there's still that social aspect of it. Or, I mean, how about this other one, another tried and true thing, right? Your your real growth audience is built into the youth, right? Because what you have is you have, let's say, gamers our age 
who might have children now and are going to be like, oh, I get to play this bullshit with them too now, right? Mm-hmm. And now the kids are going to grow up playing it and so on and so forth, right? Yeah. So that's where the real growth audience is, but that's built in now, right? So like, Then you're p- plotting your growth of your company on the chart that is human population growth in our country or something? Like, basically? I mean, that's like a weird thing. Like. But even so, like, if it's like, if you're shoving a VR headset on a kid, you're again removing the social aspect of why mm. I would... We would want to play with the kid, right? It's like, oh, we get to play Mario together if we're both, you know, if we're both in virtual worlds apart. Like, it's defeating even the kind of natural, organic way that things get passed on. That you'd have to artificially suspend VR as an important thing for like an entire generation, so that the next generation would think that it would be like you'd have to make it like typing. It would take a lot of time, and it seems like way more time than VR companies who are like spinning their wheels now trying to figure out something to do won't exist that long. It's still, it's still too, it's it's still too much of a game. It's still just pinball. And Facebook just cut back like half of the people that work on the Oculus project, so like clearly they don't think it's the future either. No, I don't see how it could be. I, I just, I really don't see how it could be. Yeah. Um. Like, if a billion-dollar company or one of the world's biggest companies is making that decision, then it mm-hmm. can't be something that's actually going to happen. Mm-hmm. Even after Mark Zuckerberg makes his, like, legless, hovering display of... <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Barbecue sauce he likes. Oh, my God. He's so Sweet weird. Sweet baby Ray. I always picture him as the chicken wing dude. The, the weird... Meme guy. Who oh, has the, the, yeah, the, the barbecue sauce guy. Yeah, rib rib kid. Rib or, guy. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. So, it sounds like we're hitting the upper limits, even in the video game world. So. Okay. Well, I'm gonna take us back, Brian. Yes. I'm gonna take us back to a simpler time. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take us back to okay. Sunday, September twelfth, nineteen seventy-six. Uh-huh. Do you know what is happening? Sunday, September 12th, 1976, in New Mexico. uh, I'd have to ask you. Well, according to this newspaper that I have here from that time, it is time for the New Mexico State Fair. Oh, I've never attended, have you? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Um, Not in 1976, (laughs) of course. I was not yet born. Uh But before we started recording, dear audience, I was showing Brian some of my trinkets that I have here, and one of them is a scrapbook of some historical events um, in New Mexico, but one of the items that is tucked into that uh, eBay treasure is a copy of the night September 12, 1976, New Mexico State Fair Guide from the Albuquerque Journal. And let me tell you, it is a time capsule of delight. Oh, yes. I because remember why we were looking at it. Yeah, now. because it's not just that it has information about the state fair. It's that, of course, it has all of these neat, neat advertisements that mm-hmm. are telling us uh, what these things cost once these upon styles. a time. Yeah, and, and then we have... Uh, what do you call this kind of illustration, too? Is, it, is this, like, woodcut or... Is yeah, I would, I would, I guess, uh, I guess something like that. I, I have no idea. Nineteen seventy-six, probably not woodcut, but this no, is not. definitely a graphic illustration yeah, of some kind. Of I mean, the I have seventies no era style. Mm-hmm. And so that's really why we're here. Is we're really here to look at these advertisements. Um, as it's, it's, I don't think we're as interested in that the governor and the queen uh, of the fair are going to be leading the parade that no. we expected. Mm-hmm. Um, what I am saying is that currently there is 
one quarter off on all denim sportswear pants dresses and skirts at burt's fashion classics located mm. at 3310 central southeast in albuquerque you can also call them at 266 b-e-r-t that is 266 burt uh excuse me my phone number is also called burt <laughs> oh wait how much is a uh a Do you know how much uh, why a lady's full-length ja- jacket, leather shearling Marlboro-style coats can be yours for only the low, low price of $174? Real shearling. Yeah, wow. real shearling. Men's wow. for $199, and if oh, you want to go extra we, we need long, a little more materialist, $219. Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Clouded by tight money, save on preseason furs. Buy now. Every type of fur available for this event. Mink coat, muskrat coats, dyed lamb, dye, black dyed lamb coat, and mink capes. Only at Lauer Furs at 201 San Mateo. Oh, they're fur specialists. Mm-hmm. Mm. No, they're not just fur enthusiasts. They're not fur amateurs. They are fur specialists. Buy now. No carrying charge. And layaway. Wow, this is the most 70s advertisement for a clothing boutique called What's Going On in the most 70s font you could possibly imagine. Winrock is still there, the Winrock Center. For talls. That's because they're advertising the store at the Winrock Center Mall, the tall and small girl. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've never heard that expression before. Wow. Do you need a new set of tires, Brian? Because um, that yes. Parnelli Jones, which I believe is still there. <laughs> okay. Now it's uh, Parnelli Jones the third. You can pick up a set of uh, uh, four tires and wheels for the low, low price of $349.95. Sounds like a deal to me. Many styles to choose from. I'll bring my Ford Pinto in there. Well, you should make sure that you should see the Parnelli Jones Racing Bronco at their booth at the New Mexico State Fair. Oh, wow. I won't miss them. Or the State Fair Queen and how she's keeping up a hectic pace. Well, hey, if you uh, are also looking for new drapes, may I recommend Corbin's Draperies in Albuquerque? Or rather... In 3400 Constitution Northeast in, quote, Albuquerque. In case you don't know the figurative, the literal, if you're having struggles with the figurative or literal Albuquerques, and so is this paper. If you purchase the draperies and the hardware, in. they'll install it for free. That's, oh. a, that's a deal. Look at that. Look at all of this. Margot's a la mode. Yeah. The better the sweater. Oh, no, excuse me. The more sweater, the better. Ours alone in pretty fall colors. 100% wool. Well, JCPenney in Albuquerque has a Western shop. Oh. A whole department of Western wear in the JCPenney's where you can buy shirts from on sale from $4.70 to $14.40. A 20. Oh. Look at those shirts. You know, I think that there's a lot of people in LA rocking those kinds oh, of shirts. Oh yeah, no, right these now. these 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 assholes are all they, they they live here among us. Those shirts never went out of stock. I am for one of those people. assholes. I have some of them. I'm I, sorry. I, I mean, I, I do live one. here. I have several. Okay. I'll be honest. I want at least one. Look, shock absorbers, four ninety nine each, at at Sears. 
I um, hey, if you'd like an exciting portrait background or a pleasing price as well, an eight by ten color photograph is only ninety nine cents. Well, on the other hand, if you want a brand new Zenith Solid State Chroma Color Two with with unsurpassed Zenith quality, mm-hmm. that is going to set you back a pretty penny, Brian. That is going to set you back four hundred and forty eight dollars and eighty eight cents. Wow! In nineteen seventy six, and we're not even concerned with how many inches it is mm-hmm. either at all. Nobody cares. No, no They're just like color TV. God doesn't damn. say a- wow. Me. It doesn't say anything about dimensions. You're no, right. It's just a TV. Here's what it does advertise, <laughs> though. It advertises a brilliant chroma color picture tube, a one hundred percent solid state chassis. Oh, I need that. A patented power sentry voltage regulator. Oh, yeah, I break that. Chromatic one button tuning and solid state super video range tuning system gotta make sure i can get my uhf vhf and uh other hf all on one tv in color um apparently in albuquerque we also used to have the Zweeter Z, the oyster bar and seafood restaurant, oh. where apparently oh. in 1976, people trusted seafood out in the <laughs> desert enough to go eat. In fact, here's your chance to rope the seafood craving. You've been, you've been, uh, you want to come for the catfish fry? All you can eat, two twenty-five. Wow, package. Oh, they also have packaged liquors in case you're interested. Oh my god, a fifth of Cuddy Sark available to you at the Albertsons on Manal and Juan Tabo for only $6.49. A half gallon of Seagram 7 for the low, low price of $9.49. Mm-hmm. Buy big, it says. 1976. Wow. The Magnavox 19 inch color portable is now only $3.76. Wow. Man, a wow. portable. Put on a little cart. Roll it around your yeah, front no, room. Yeah, no, I am. <laughs> Walgreens also welcomes the state fair visitors. Let's see. Let's see what kind of items we can oh, get yeah, at the yeah, Walgreens. Yeah. Oh my god! At the Walgreens, we can get Old Spice aftershave for a one dollar sixty nine. Nice. Oh wow! Uh, CoverGirl one stroke eye colors for one dollar and nine cents. Wow! Uh, Alberto VO five setting lotion that takes me back only eighty nine cents. Look at this, Prince. Maki, oh. Max, oh, excuse me. Yeah, Windsong Cologne. Wow. These yes. are products that it sound like they come from like a fictional TV yeah, show. Yeah, this is this is all been invented. Oh, look. Don Lesman's Music Center encourages you to enroll your child in the school band. <laughs> you can come buy an organ. Rent to buy. A variety of musical instruments. A basket shop. And it, an actual honest-to-God basket shop where you can order not just baskets, but mostly frames and clocks. Oh, and look at this. They accept Master Charge. And what's that? Bank AmeriCard. Whoa. Wow. Wow. This really does feel like it comes from, like, Fallout or something for some right? reason. These names don't... They feel, like, adjacent to reality. Which is... Oh, God. <laughs> That's the name of the show. At Kurt's Camera Corral, you can go down and buy some binoculars. Racetrack specials. So you can see all of the hot action down at the rodeo. That's a brilliant ad right there. No, it is. You need, uh, yeah. want to sell binoculars, look for people who need them. The Bird of Paradise Liquors. Look at this fucking amazing, amazing logo here. This is all hand-drawn. I've been really admiring this and remembering it's mostly illustration, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so this this, um, furniture shop has 
hand-painted watercolor illustrations that they've reproduced here in the paper. Look at that amazing couch. I want it. Yeah. Look, this ottoman and, 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 and recliner set. Ah. See, I mean, most of the reason we don't like older furniture is because it's old, but if you made it today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Look, and here you have the grounds of the New Mexico State Fair. Well, I guess you, it's more yeah, or less the same thing. Mess, yeah. Look what's happening at oh, your 19th. Yes. Okay, here we go. Here's the event schedule. Sunday, September 12th, 8 a.m., Appaloosa Performance Classes. Yeah. 1.15, Perry Mutual Racing. Monday, Paint Halter, Buck, and Performance... Paint Halter, Buckskin Halter, Racing. I just want to go back... Palomino uh, Halter, yeah. Uh, Perry Mutual Racing is when two uh, horses race next to each other side by side <gasps> holding hands. No, <laughs> that just... Yeah, I don't know <laughs> idea. I don't. There's a knitting contest at oh, okay. 2 p.m. on Wednesday, September 15th. Don't All right. miss out. Uh, All-star rodeos start Wednesday night, um, but their demonstrations through their demonstration through Wednesday night. Actual rodeos start Thursday, September 16th, and then go all through Thursday. And they take a break, then we oh, come back Angus Saturday, show. September 19th, 20th, 22nd, 20th. There's a lot of. There's a Dairy Rudy, Goat yeah. show. Mm -hmm. Wow. There's a lot going on there. We're uh, spinning and weaving free-for-all. It's, uh, it's a battle royale. You just bring, bring your best. There's a donut shop. It's called Mr. Donut. Oh, or wow. the Roadrunner Donut Shop. But I want to go to Mr. Donut. I like their logo. It's very... It's getting me a lot with very few shapes there. The Little Professor by Texas Instruments. The motivational, challenging mathematics learning aid for elementary age children five years and up. It gives the questions. More than 16,000 math problems. Four levels uh -huh. of achievement. You give the answers. Your mind calculates. Your fingertips find out if you're right. It gives the score. Learning math uh -huh. becomes a game when you see your score in lights. It's not a calculator. It's more than a toy. It's more than flashcards. It's the little professor available at Holman's at 401 Wyoming Boulevard, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Wow. Insane. That is an incredible moment of technology right there. Oh, well, great news. The fairgrounds offers oh. six parking lots. <laughs> yeah, that's the biggest news item in here. The Coronado Center Mall is still there. Hey, and they're remind reminding you to avoid the fuss <gasps> and ride the bus. Fall into the gap for Levi's <gasps> jeans and a whole wow. lot more. Is there one in town? Yeah. Now, now, in the, now open in the Coronado Center. 1976. Insane. Horse racing purses top $1 million for the first time. I guess here at the New Mexico State Fair and at Regosa like, Downs, apparently. I like how we went back about 40 years in the past 50, and uh, we're still talking about gambling. Yeah, right? <laughs> Featuring more specials, more savings daily, Mexican food special every day of the week at First Cafeterias. New, different variety every day for a well-balanced meal. Those That's are all gone. Nice. No, no they all gone. Really? They all closed in the pandemic. Oh, okay. We the Burger Chef sack of savings. I think that's still there. Wow, Burger Chef. Room additions. Now is the time to order your swimming pool, and save on fall installation with Apollo pools. Lobo Jewelers Salazar boots. Why go anywhere else? Wow, and there's photos here of uh, Indian Village bakers. So there's gonna be all kinds of food at the fair. I mean, we can only hope. We can only hope at the Woolco 
You can. These are all the country stars for sale at the Wilco that you can go buy their records. Freddie Fender, Tanya mm-hmm. Tucker, Roy mm-hmm. Clark, and Jerry Reed. Three ninety nine. I can each. only pretend. Oh look, Jerry Reed returns to the fair. I mean, that's why they're that's why they're hyping him. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Earth shoe. Get the function without the funk. Look, we've been yeah, New Mexico been has been New Mexicaning for a little while. I, that was. I like how you beat me to it. The lovely Tanya Tucker, the Texas lass who popularized country fried rock, will make her first major appearance in New Mexico. She has been singing professionally since age 13 and will be 18 in October. Complete with rhinestone Levi's, the Texas beauty has been referred to some, by, referred to by some as the female version of Elvis Presley. Wow. Oh, the True Value Hardware. Now is the time to get a stove. Rodeo, more rodeo. Look, there's a typewriter, Duke City oh, yeah. typewriter company. Look at that lovely typewriter. Typewriters were in full swing. <laughs> Tinseltown. Oh. We've got the most flights to Los Angeles. Oh, so this was someone. So this was speaking to someone from Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Okay. Four timely non-stops every business day. Texas International has... That's the airline. So Texas International mm. Airlines oh, has the flights that fit your schedule and your fancy. Take our morning non-stop to L.A. and get there in time for a full day's business. Take a lunch or dinner flight and enjoy fine California wine, compliments of Texas International, of course. Wow. Or fly economy class and take advantage of the only economy fair to Los Angeles. And the next time you go to Big D or Space City, let uh-huh. yourself go on Texas International. We've got the most flights to, in both cases. The most non-stops to Dallas-Fort Worth and four timely departures to Houston every day. Wow. Call your travel agent or call Texas International at 842-5810. Or pick up your ticket at our new city ticket office in the Albuquerque Inn. <laughs> Let yourself sense. go to Tinseltown. Leaves Albuquerque, arrives in L.A. Snack, lunch, snack, dinner, all nonstop. Wow. That is truly incredible. I can't believe there there was an airline called Texas International. What a time. It, like was, it was operating with other countries. Like, yeah. What a time. Yeah. Oh, we can go get a perm at Antonio's and Larry's. Antonio's and Larry Beauty Center. <laughs> yeah, they just, they're like, yeah, that rolls right off the tongue. Antonio's and Larry. Introducing Fact Cigarettes, the low-gas, low-tar cigarette. Oh, wow. This is something I've never seen in my life. And I've kind of looked into the silliness of cigarette ads. That's, I love that fact. Wow. Oh, we have another map of the uh, parking lot. Mm-hmm. I don't know where we're going. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Madame Lovejoy's Adult Bookstore. 15 giant private movie rooms. Built books, films, novelties. 4217 Central Northeast. Mm. Both open 24 hours. And Pleasure Palace Adult Bookstore. Oh. 22 giant private movie rooms. Books, Mm. films, novelties at 5205 Manal Northeast at San Mateo. 22 giant private movie rooms means glory hole rooms Mm-mm, that would mean probably uh uh i mean private private screenings oh because we're talking about 1976 mm-hmm. right i see that's how you would see porn yeah mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. that's that what madame lovejoy's adult bookstore is all about they're not they're, it's not it's just, 
It's not like you're going to go in there. Books. Yeah, it's not okay. like it's going to be it's like, oh, yeah, okay. oh, this is... Okay. But I love to know that the community Excuse me, do you have the new John Grisham? They're in the back page. Yes. <laughs> Could you imagine someone's really... Our CB is as hot as green chili. $149.95 includes antenna. Yes, it has a mic, meter, PA switch, ANL, delta slider, tone, squelch transmitter light. Ah, Come on down to Bar Radio Company at 5314 Cole Southeast. Yeah. Yeah. CB radio is incredibly popular. And at Furs Family Centers, not only, I guess, could you go to the cafeteria? I guess you could also you buy CB radios and Remington Model 1100s, autoload shotgun, plain barrel 12 or 20 gauge that is only. That a semi-automatic shotgun for only $169. That is completely unbelievable. I, I That is like, that's one of my favorite things I've ever seen from an old newspaper. That is a... They don't even let you use those when you hunt for deer. <laughs> you have to use the pump action. That's incredible. Well, Brian, we've really taken a trip down memory lane here. Yes, yes, that was wonderful. Thank you, Kathy, for bringing that to the table. I can't imagine <laughs> how this episode could have been any better than us reading something together and going, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit, the whole time. So, well, thank you. Unfortunately for our friends listening at home, I do think you and I need to go eat. Yes, I think so. So, friends, listeners, what number was this episode? 80. 80. I don't even think we said it at the beginning when we started recording. No, we just talked about Have attacked Pearl Harbor. A date which will live in infamy. This is Bob Command Performance Hope telling each Nazi that's in Russia today that Crimea doesn't pay. I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. President Franklin D. Roosevelt, stricken like the Yes, I mean the fellow's name. Who? The world will note that the first atomic bomb was dropped on Hiroshima. Who is on first? Now, what are you asking me for? Reports were given Germany telling horrors leading to the total extermination of the Jews of Europe. Iron Curtain has descended across the country. Jackie Robinson goes to bat for the first time in a Old soldiers never die. They just no fade away. It was a little cocker spaniel dog, and our little girl Tricia, the six-year-old, 
named Czech. Are you a member of the Communist Party? Oh, crap, eh? Or have you ever been a member of the Communist Party? Baby, you're the greatest. Applause for Sun Recording Artist Elvis Presley. I like to thank all of folks, and I'd like to thank you, too. Three young singers were killed today in the crash of a light plane. In American Bandstand. And now, here he is, the star of our show, Dick Lewis! Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. They're standing up, waiting to see if Maris is going to hit number 61. Speed, John Glenn. Happy birthday. Wondering how and why Marilyn Monroe died. President Kennedy died at 1 p.m. Lee Harvey Central Oswald was shot. I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. And I say segregation now. What we have foremost in common is that enemy. Segregation tomorrow. The white man. And segregation forever. He's an enemy to all of us. I have a dream. I'm about to sign into law the Civil Rights Act of 1964. The Beatles! I have today ordered to Vietnam the Air Mobile Division. Additional forces will be needed later, and they will be sent. Very sad news for all of you. Martin Luther King was shot and was killed tonight. Senator Kennedy has been shot. Is that possible? that never were, and say, why not? It's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. It's a free concert from now on. We must be in heaven, man! Four persons, including two women, were shot and killed in Ohio today. Hundreds of students were involved as national... There will be a cure, and a thrill, and a cure when I get the gorilla in Manila! Included an agreement to end the war and bring peace with honor in Vietnam. Here's Johnny. I shall resign the presidency effective at noon An tomorrow. absolute pardon unto Richard Nixon. My name is Jimmy Carter and I'm running for president. Live from New York, it's Saturday night. Elvis Presley died today at Baptist Hospital in Memphis. Lennon was brought to the emergency room. He was dead on arrival. Today marks day number 64 in the hostage crisis in Iran. I died on Francis. Take the Bennett Charles Arthur George. To my wedded husband. To my wedded husband. A disease striking primarily in the gay community called acquired immune disease. Of the 25th Space Shuttle mission and it has cleared the tower. We will never forget them, nor the last time we saw them, as they prepared for their journey and waved goodbye. And slipped the surly bonds of earth to touch the face of God. I have as much experience in the Congress as Jack Kennedy did when he sought the presidency. Senator, you're no Jack Kennedy. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. I don't think it was wrong. We did not trade weapons or anything else. 
for hostage. I think it was a neat idea. Everyone on Sesame Street is always talking about love. Yuck. The Berliners from east and west standing atop the wall with chisels. The skies over Baghdad have been illuminated. Read my lips. We, the jury, in the involved in title action, find the defendant, Owen Thal Jane Simpson, not guilty of the crime of murder, a felony upon Nicole Brown Simpson, a human being. Princess Diana died of injuries suffered in a car accident. I'm Ellen, and I'm gay. Yeah, baby! <laughs> there it is! 62, folks, and we have a new home run champion. Mark McGuire. Welcome. You've got mail. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. This vast right-wing conspiracy conspiring against my husband. Let me pull a rabbit out of my hat. Indeed, I did have a relationship with Miss Lewinsky that was not appropriate. In fact, it was wrong. I need to go back to work for the American people. The young killers of Columbine High School do not stand for the spirit of America. We can rise up and we can say no more. from this time and place that the torch has been passed to a new generation of Americans.